Industry-leading, difference-making, tomorrow-shaping, world-changing. These are a few of the adjectives people use to describe the technologies and companies Deloitte works with day in and day out. Join us, and soon those very same adjectives could describe your career too. Explore technology careers at Deloitte.com slash techcareers and make an impact on business, technology, and society while engineering your future. At Deloitte. Welcome to America, the land of junk sleep, where it's bedtime, but you're double booked. Here, there's always one more deadline to meet, episode to watch, or meme to share. The world may not want you to sleep, but we do. Only the sleep experts at Mattress Firm can help you find the right bed at the right price. Unjunk your sleep. In-store or online at mattressfirm.com today. Hello, and welcome back to the Ball Knowledge Podcast. As always, I am your host this morning. Today, I'm just joined by Aslam, <laughs> because MK is useless. <laughs> I'm the only reliable person around here. We, we said that we were going to record at 5 p.m. Yesterday, we said this. We we're going to record at 5 p.m. today. It is now 6.32. <laughs> We we now we decided that we'd wait a bit. Then my laptop crashed at six. I had to restart the whole thing, and now we're here at six thirty-two, doing our Premier League review. And I'm almost finished my food, so I'll be yes. very cranky during this. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be cranky about this. We'll start off with the early kick on a Saturday. Liverpool smacking Norwich five nil. Norwich. Watford no, fucking, that bad. My, my, my mind went to Norwich. Fucking Watford. We beat Watford 5-0. What a great start to the video. Yeah, wait for <laughs> I mean, Watford were just... Right, before we talk about how good Liverpool were, Watford was shit. Yeah. Like, their plan just went out the window pretty much straight away. They didn't offer anything. Which I'm not blaming Ranieri on. It's his first game... And he's had, what, like five training sessions at most, maybe? Yeah, because it was also his national break as well. Mm. It's a bit unfair. We are we're probably the worst team to face because I think we had the best record when coming back from international break. So, like, he just drew a short straw. And, you know, all of our players were pretty much... even. You know what, yeah, Watford was so bad. They made Jordan Henderson actually look serviceable. <laughs> Like, we actually cyber-bullied Jordan Henderson into not playing his stupid long balls. Just... And that dumb cross. Oh, I hate I actually, I hate him so much. <sighs> Anyways, it's fine. You know, it's fine. Um, I feel uh, like that Watford just didn't look like they got into the game. Yeah, it was just fine. Yeah, we just piped them from minute one and then Salah does what Salah does all the time, you know? Yeah. Flip in, what's it called? Nice. That pass was beautiful. The way, first of all, it's outside the boot. Second of all, it's weighted perfectly. Mane doesn't mm-hmm. change his stride at all. And thirdly, it beats like three defenders. And he also just struck Danny Rose. Yeah, he needs to be tested for like <laughs> alcohol because he was he, not on it. He was. He got game. bullied. I yeah, don't think I've tired. seen as one-sided of a take on in a match as Danny Rose versus Salah the weekend. Yeah, that was. 
Oh my word. The Danny Rose versus Salah was all, was was worse than Liverpool versus Watford. Yeah. Salah had him on ropes that hard. He was great. Firmino, hat trick from uh, what's it called? Twelve yards, brilliant. That's all I want from him. I don't. I, I the pressing, all of that, great. But I want goals from you, man. Mane continuously just gets a goal every game now. Salah just does what Salah does now. His He's goal was great. brilliant. Yeah, it's great because, like, he has to, like, his one against City, he was like, it was stop-start almost. It was like, yeah. first it started, once it went, it was just gone, you know? So it's almost easier to score them. But this one, it was like, stop, start, stop, start. It's more difficult to get momentum, beat a man, when you don't have that pace, because Salah's got incredible pace. So I think this one might be more technical. And then the finish as well, because... Sometimes you can get overamped. Yeah. It was just like, nope, cut in. And the reason why he slides is because of the last game, because they realised Salah's so confident on his right now. We can't do that. We can't let him onto the right. So he slides, he cuts in, bottom corner finish. Poor Ben Foster. If the GoPro were there, it would have been knocked over, destroyed. <laughs> so, you know, luckily the, the Premier League the... banned out. Otherwise, Ben Foster would be paying the money. The control and... of the ball that he has as well. We sorry, the way he can keep the ball at his feet, put his foot on top of it, roll it past people is just—it's just magical. Yeah, uh, I'm cashing in all my receipts for when people went, "Oh, he's stiff." Uh, Hassan Ali, you gave away a six first book. Oh no, it's going. On. It's falling apart now. What the, I told you, I—it's I... <laughs> fine. Uh, well, yeah, I'm cashing in my receipt for anyone that could staff uh, Salah stiff. He has no technique. He can't dribble properly. He can't do this. He can't do that. He can't pass. He's selfish. He doesn't like Mane. Flippin' Mane, when he scored, said, thank you, King. Yeah. Like, We've been hugging each other constantly over the exactly, last two weeks. Man. We're starting some, like, sensual relationships here. And, <laughs> you know, where's James Pierce talking about their relationship now? Oh, it's imperfect, is it? Little fat shit. I hate him so much. Let's move on. Because <laughs> every time I think about uh, Liverpool now. Well, I'm beaten and I'm still angry. How is yeah. that? Only Liverpool can do this. I swear down. Uh, we'll go down to St. Mary, Southampton, winning 1 0 against Leeds. Yes. It's better <laughs> because I had Livermento in my fantasy as well. I'm so proud of them. Like, as I like Leeds, but Southampton are my boys. My, 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 my second boys in this league. Alongside Palace now, because I actually really like Palace. I like the team. But we'll get onto them later. It was, it was a decent game. Like I think Southampton had control of it. And Leeds are just not on it. Like, I think they'll eventually find it. But, I mean, I think early in the season, one of their executives was try- was try came out and said, we need to avoid second season syndrome. We might even be suffering from it. And it's like... That's not the way you, you start a season. You can't open... You have, you have to do what the Brentford manager did. 12 points from seven is not enough. We want more. We want more. We want more. It's not yeah, about, like, you, you can't have to keep be, pushing a team. You another can't say... six. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway, you have to keep pushing the team. You can't sit back and say, OK, we're, we're not expecting... We can't let our expectations drop this season, this and that. Yeah. You have to say, we have to do better. Yes, exactly. this is constantly improving. Yeah, you need that motivation. Like, what? He's just preempting them to do that. He's put that in the mind. Once that's in the mind, it's difficult to get out. 
But it's a confident victory for Southampton. Nice little clean sheet as well. I mean, yeah. it's a shame they didn't get more goals to try and get the attacking players, you know, get their juices flowing. But it was a decent result. You know, we we are really missing the big the big game here. Leicester piped United. <laughs> I was just building up to that. I was gonna go Norwich City Leicester, but I figured nah, we just nah, 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 let's nah. just we, get, we out get of the way. right into we're getting right into the meat, right? Wow, United are what shit. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that was awful. I feel like it, it. It seemed like it was gonna go bad when they announced Maguire was gonna be in the starting lineup. Maguire it, is shit. He had one training session. And he puts him in the team. I, I don't understand that. He has favourites. Like I've been saying has... Leicester's been shit all season. And I've been getting onto Leicester for being shit. I didn't expect this. I'm not gonna, I thought it was going to be a draw. You gave away a four. You're a That's dickhead. It. You know, you actually might be worse than Harris. Is it two from two now? No, it's one from one. Oh, God. I hate him so much. That's, I told you. I told you. <laughs> yeah, uh, Greenwood opened the scoring for United. Tielemans got banging the goal. Yeah. Banging goal. Not Ben Salah's, but banging goal. <laughs> Tielemans goal was good as well. Rashford came on. No, uh, goal. 65 minutes in. Then Soyuncian scored. Rashford scored in the 82nd minute. And in 52 seconds from it the restart. Same way. It was just like, <laughs> Man United's goal came from a long ball. And then Leicester's ball and Carl came from a long ball and it's like... Yeah, exactly. Jamie Vardy and then 91 minutes Daka slide it out and made a 4-2. Yeah, Maguire was shit for every single goal. I think he might have been a hope for everyone. So the first one, he wasn't paying attention, you know, and then he, Ian Acho came and started... Like, first of all, forget about Maguire, right? Look at the difference in the way they press. It's hilarious, right? Yeah. So, like, you've got Leicester's playing... Every single every single person is like coordinated. They know what they want to do and they know what they have to do, right? You fucking, I hate. Would. <laughs> fucking hell, man! It's a warm up game, you dickheads. I, I told you this shit. Why am I still angry about this though? It's just a warm up game. It doesn't look good going into it, I think. Well is. done. Well, you all you had to do was defend 15 from six balls, or 16, and you couldn't even do that, you twat. Get out with your shit celebration. I don't want you in my... Bring back Mohamed Amir. Where's he gone? Retired, didn't he? Exactly. Because of people like they didn't him. pick him. When Misbah was on the selection committee, they didn't pick Mohamed Amir to go in the tour. And then he retired. Imagine being the best bowler at our last flipping tournament and he went, I don't want you anymore. Fuck you. You got sacked for a reason. I'm not hearing you. He left. He got sacked. You shit. Dickhead. Anyway. <laughs> Leicester. United. Leicester. Leicester's press is... Everything about Leicester was coordinated. They, the way they press, everyone has a role and everyone knows what they're supposed to do. No one's, no one's doing their individual shit. Right? Yeah. So when Ian Atcher goes, Vardy will go there and then... Uh, Madison will press that one and they'll close all the angles. The way that Man United, what Man United need to do is much more difficult to get out of that press. With with Leicester, whenever they're playing out from the back, it's so simple. 
you'll have Greenwood, Ronaldo and Bruno pressing. But then the midfield is like yards away. They're sitting much deeper with their defenders. So it's like, even if you get past the initial three, you've got no pressure after that. So it's just one pass. As long as you can play that one pass out, you're free and you're in control and you just bypass almost half the team, really. And then you just have to build an attack after that. And it's like, surely after what? Ali's been here three years. He's hired a bunch. He's hired all the coaches. Surely you should be able to coordinate a press. Like, you can't... I, I get you don't want to build a style of play because individuals win games and you want to rely on your individuals to get fine. But if you're going to have a low block, have a low block. If you're going to press as a team, press as a team. You can't have a mismatch of both. It doesn't work. Because when you play a coordinated team like Leicester, when, like you'll do against Everton, like, like they did against Villarreal, like Gary Neville said, you'll get piped because they know what they want to do and how they want to play and you don't. It's not difficult. Donuts. I will say United look like the same United we saw when they, when when Mourinho when they sacked Mourinho, they it just looks like they don't have any passion. Mm. Like they don't want to go out and win. And then we get the same post every week. Oh no, we have to come back as a team and do better next game. Stop doing that. Focus on the game. Yeah. And go like, out and do something. And so like, even with Mourinho, people will point it out and say, "Oh, it's all bad. It's all terrible at the end." They came back from 2-0 down against Newcastle to win. They yeah. came back in the Juve game as well. It's not like United didn't make a habit of still saving Jose's job. Because the team is like that. When you rely on individuals, individuals yeah. who have pride and ego will get out of jail, essentially. Or get you out of jail. But eventually, you just hit a wall. And as much as, you know, this is funny, no, that's it. It's just hilarious. Screw <laughs> United. Long may Oli reign. Give him 10 years. He needs the season, man. It's not his fault. I blame Ronaldo. He doesn't press. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we move on to the other games, I want to bring up something. Gary Neville. He's a dickhead. His comments about, oh, I'm not going to call that Solskjaer because he's my friend. You're a way And it's my old teammate. That's yeah. not good punditry. I'm sorry, but... It's not about calling people out. It's calling a spade a spade. If you're shit at your job, you're shit at your job. Yeah. You should, as a pundit, you are reflective of the wider football community. You should be, you should be a conduit for which your fans and people that watch you, um, uh, you should be a conduit for them because we don't have the voice. You have the voice. You can't come out if your fans, as you said, are literally coming out saying, you should say that he should get sacked. Even yeah. if he's your, if he's a doctor. I'm sure you'd be the first person if he's if it's your daughter's life, you'd be the first I don't have him, don't want him. Because mm-hmm. it's a football club which gives passion to sixty thousand people. People pay hundreds of pounds, two thousand pounds for a season ticket or whatever it is, and you're doing all this. Shut your mouth, man. Don't call yourself a good pundit if you're too afraid to call out people. Waste, man. He was saying something like along the lines of um it's not the good it's not the right climate for a managerial change or something like that. Or like it's not a team that are used to changing managers, even though when they took off a Salford, they've had so many managers in the last few years. Exactly. Or like he brings up stupid points like, oh, we can't look at world-class managers because look at LVG, look at Jose. Yeah, they were past their sell-by date by then. LVG was 
long past it. His way of football was yeah. outdated. And he hadn't caught up yet. Maybe now his leveling team might be all right. Jose, along with being past his sell-by date, according to a lot of people, as he's shown, he also wasn't backed. Yeah. So you have this world-class manager that wasn't backed. Now you brought a twat from what? Mould or wherever it is. You brought him here and then you went here. Here's 400 million. <clears throat> Here's Ronaldo, Sancho, Maguire, Varane. All these players. Just win something. Just, just do something. Go on, do it. Do I it. feel like the, yeah. the problem, one of the problems with Mourinho, they got him way too late. They should, mm-hmm. instead of bringing in Moyes, they should have brought in Mourinho after the Ferguson left. Because even then, Mourinho was good then. Yeah. And then he went back to Chelsea and he came back and won, won the league. Yeah. That, that should have been when they got Mourinho in. Because I think Mourinho himself even said, after Ferguson left, I wanted the job. But they waited too long. went over my dead body. So Jose hired an assassin to come after. <laughs> <laughs> Evidently didn't win, but... Uh, okay, two three o'clocks left. Uh, Norwich got a point at home against Brighton. They I thought they were going to win, game. but you know, yes. they, they actually should have won. They, they should have when Sanchez ran out the goal. And yeah, the Norwich guy. It's just Norwich in a nutshell, isn't it? They should have won. They could have won. I said one nil Norwich as well. Clean sheet, man. Clean sheet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brighton. Is it Brighton? We seen last season as well. Just not taking the chances. Same old, same old with Brighton. We were, we were saying maybe they turned the corner. No kind of the corner when you have Neil more pay. <laughs> Brighton had 65% of possession compared to Norwich's 35. Norwich had more attempts on goal, 15 to 11. Yeah, but you know, this is Norwich. They both had three on, on target, though. See? Maybe Potter's head has been turned. Saw the oil-rich yeah. Newcastle. He thought, bloody hell, guys. I'm going to engineer my way out of here. You waste, man. Can't even finish <laughs> for me. I'm going to have Callum Wilson over there. Uh, the other three o'clock, the last three o'clock game, we should say. Man City 2-0. I hope to Burnley, they're which shit. I really thought was going to be a lot more. Yeah, that's shit, man. Don't even 2-0. Are you serious? What type of what type of team is this, man? Pep, you're a waste, man. Yeah, I was expecting 5-0. Bitch. Bold dickhead. <laughs> I, I genuinely don't much to say about this game other than City clearly dominated it. I mean, Cornet, my guy, had that one chance, but yeah, I mean, he's a bloody left back or whatever. And evidently, he decided after his Leon days, he doesn't want to score against them anymore. He's a <laughs> shit. <sighs> Waste, man. Pep needs a striker there, isn't it? Isn't it, guys? Uh, Bernardo Silva looks good. He's looked good all season again. Right. I hate him so much. I feel everyone, everyone's saying, oh, we don't give Bernardo Silva the credit he deserves. In his first season, apparently we're giving him a lot of credit. He was sick in his first season. Mm. He goes up and down. Yeah. He was, he was one of the best in the league in, in his first season. He didn't get in a team of the year, which people thought, oh, that's a bit weird because Pogba got in there and he didn't. And Pogba was kind of shit all season. But then Bernardo, we, we, we said he was really good that season. Last season, he was all right. Now he's coming back and he's getting goals and he looks good. De Bruyne's also back on the score sheet as well for say. Look, yeah, with Bernardo Silva, I think people people just want to be 
um, write about shit. So they'll disregard the facts to try and um, go over their point more. So it's like, we did give them... It's not like we, we went, Bernardo Silva's terrible and he should never play again and this, that and the other. And no, it was never that. It's just, you know, when he had okay. a good season, like 2018, 19, he was great. 1920, what did he do? 2021, he, was, he wanted to leave the club, but why do you want to leave? Yeah. I, I thought you're wicked. I thought you were the best player at City, the best player there. there, there. You're up and down. What do you expect? Mm-hmm. We can't give you plaudits if you're terrible or you're having a terrible season even. I, we can't do anything about that. So care of it with this rubbish about Bernardo Silva. Waste, man. I made a mistake. What? There was another three o'clock game. Oh, no, what a it? fucking game it was! Villa two oh, Wolves Villa, three. What, what a yeah, game! Villa clowns. Villa shit themselves. <laughs> Ings, okay, so for you who don't know, Ings scored for uh, forty-eight minutes for Villa. Then McGinn scored their second in sixty-eight minutes. Everything was fine. Then fifteen minutes of game left. Ten minutes being normal time, and five minutes added on the end again. 80th minute, Sice. 85th minute, Connor Cody. Yeah, that, that 95th free kick, minute corner of a free kick. That was hilarious. That's one of the worst free kicks I've ever seen. The huge reflection of target, right? Exactly. Whoa, like, it's it, crazy. It, it, in, it was like on the floor, basically, or slightly off it. It hit one of the defenders. The keeper was wrong-footed. Yeah. <laughs> It was hilarious, man. Wolves, Wolves, to be fair to them, even the games that they lost, they've looked really good in the last 10 minutes, just didn't take their chances. Now they took their chances. I mean, finally, we always knew that. It's like with Brighton, when you take, when you eventually take your chances, you will be brilliant. But when you don't, you lose yeah. all the time. And now Wolves have done what people have done to them normally, which is, you know, waited and then took your chances when they came to you. Well done, yeah. I'm proud of you. That was good. I like Bruno Lago. He's a good coach. He knows the waste man, but he's done well. <laughs> anyway, Brentford, what, Chelsea. What? I'm so sad. Ah, I've really... Oh, Brentford got so close so many times. I'm sorry, but like, I'm, I, I get... It's, okay, see with Mendy, right? Yeah. Either, either he's incredible positionally or everyone just aims their shots right at him <laughs> now it's one of the two and eventually i will decipher which one it is but every time i see him make a save that everyone's like oh my god look at it it's always right at him so maybe maybe it's just incredible positioning i mean he is a really great keeper but i mean he kept chelsea in the game chelsea are just in or any team that sits back and now, I'm sorry but I, I'm being converted too short is a football terrorist how <laughs> you can go into a game with Ruben Loftus-Cheek you've got Callum Hudson-Odoi Romelu Lukaku Mason Mount Kovacic Kante Jorginho all these talents Timo Werner you sit back let me actually what are the stats what were the stats from the game uh Chelsea 56% possession to Brentford's 44. Brentford mm-hmm. 17 goal attempts, 5 to Chelsea. Five, 7 yeah. on target for Brentford, 1 on target for Chelsea. Yeah, they're, and they're just relying on, you know, Chilwell to come out with 
look, yeah, I'm sorry, but he's a football terrorist. He will win things. We're not saying that he's not a great coach, but he's a football terrorist. He's an anti-footballer now. now. Oh, my word. How you can have all that attacking talent and have five shots against Brentford? Get out of it, man. Oh, my word. And weird, though, weird as well, because Loftus-Cheek looks good on the ball. And he just <laughs> didn't want to attack. They just sat back the rest of the game. So um, I, will, I will say, I know we said that Mendy, you don't know if he's really good or just shots at him. So he's I'd, a big physical presence in the goal, though. He's like six foot four or five. Yeah, at the very least, right. I'm not saying, like, he's a great keeper, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I can't do he is a really good, too great keeper. I'm just not comfortable putting him in world class brackets yet because. It's, it's all well and it's all well and good, you know, doing well against flipping Brentford, but they did lose to Juve last season against Real Madrid. But like, I want a proper team to like go out and actually get chances and pepper him, and we'll see. Because right now it just looks like every friggin' shot is right at him, and as commentators always do, they always overhype it. It's like with Ben Foster when he starts making all these saves, and they look wonderful, and then you look at the replay, and you're like. Why is he making that look so beautiful when it's like right next to him? Like just, <laughs> just just catch it, Foster. It's Roy Keane, isn't it? It's yeah, it's your job. Yeah, it's, it's your, your job. job. That's right. It's your job, man. So it leads on to the question I was going to ask you. The who said it? I can't remember who said it. Someone said there should be a separate band off for keepers. Oh, um, Joe Cole. Is no. Oh my! I man, I see what you're saying. Separate Ballon d'Ors keepers. Hmm. I think it was flipping. Do you watch Ninety Minutes? No, but I think I know. I I feel like I know who it was. I know Mane and them have all come out and said, "Oh yeah, he should be in the." Look, I, he, there should be a separate Ballon d'Or for keepers. I think there should be. That's a fair enough shout. I don't. I, I, I don't. A, I don't. I don't doubt that. I don't deny that that's a good shout. But because keepers, the last keeper to ever win it was Levy Yashin, and the last time a keeper yeah. could have conceivably won it was 06 when Buffon won the World Cup. Many people thought he should have won it, but realistically, goalkeepers will never get the plaudits because. Either your job or your team is terrible, and so you will never be regarded as one of the higher ones. Do you so think same for defensive players? Yeah, that's true. Because you'll that, see a lot of people say, "Oh, Messi, Ronaldo, and another attacking player, midfield player," but you'll never, you know, you hardly ever hear a defender being in that conversation. I think it's this. The thing is that the attacking players are just typically more talented anyway. So, it's like, of course, they will. Like, how do you put it? Is it because it's, it's like um, the basketball argument? Yeah, it's interesting when you can defend, but it's yeah, basketball's it's, about getting. Yeah, it's Rudy Gobert. It's Rudy yeah. Gobert in a nutshell, isn't it? Yeah. So like, he's great, but he'll never be that level because he can't really do anything on the offensive floor. And the, and the same way, I think a really good attacking side. So here, here you go. A really good defensive side could be really decent. Like, they're, they're, I think they could be capped, right? 
but I think an offense, a really good offensive side has more ceiling than a really good defensive side. And I think that's why attacking players will get more um, plaudits because it's also harder to attack. You need to be... Right, obviously, defending is an art. I love defending. I am a defender when I play. But <laughs> I'm also a defender because I can't play up front. <laughs> I can't <laughs> shoot. I can't get by people without even pace and shit. So it's like, I do, I do get it. You know? But it would be nice if other people... If if so, like when when Van Dyke was up for it, it would have been nice if he got it, and I think we he would have got it if we won the Premier League. But yeah, the Ballon d'Or now is just about who wins the most trophies. Yeah, that 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 really pisses me off. I it it should never be a trophy thing. It should always be an oh, individual's yeah. performance throughout the year. Like I'm not hearing. Oh, it should be. So, for instance, when Ronaldo and Messi used to win, oh, it should be them because they won this and this and this. Or when people try to put, like, Frank Ribéry or Andre Iniesta in there, and it's like, I'm sorry, but there's levels to this. And for, like, 10 years, maybe, Ronaldo and Messi, actually, wait, so maybe from about 2007 to about 2020, really, when Lewandowski came, I don't think there was another player that you could put in that same bracket and say... Yes, you know what? There's a player better than them. Like, yeah. Until that, then you can't. And why? It's not about the trophies. It's just watch them and you'll see football. Right? Get out of here with the trophies. Wankers. Otherwise, just just put your picks on from the Champions League winning side or the World Cup winning side. Yeah. Like, it should, or just have a separate <clears throat> award for that then. Give give something for individuals and then give something for the collective. Then have the best team or something. Trophies are a collective. I could be as good as I want and get ninety nine goals in a team. Messi did. Messi got ninety five goals in a year. His team done nothing. But does that mean that Messi wasn't the best player that year? No. <laughs> a ridiculous argument. It's just silly. Uh, okay, Sunday. We'll go the two o'clock kickoff. West Ham, 1-0 win at Goodison against Everton. Very sad, very sad. I wanted I wanted Rafa to get the win here, but... I mean, Alex Iwobi, oh my word, is he just so bad? <laughs> He's so awful. He, you know what, yeah, we might have to put him in that same bracket with Fred and Wan-Bissaka. One of the worst players in the Premier League. Just... Absolutely oh, I've been saying that. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, they got him for like 30 million, didn't they? Yeah, after he scored in a Europa League final. I've I've been saying this for so long. It's not talked about enough that it will be was 30 million to Everton. Yeah, I mean, Everton went through a phase where they just... They, I think they just tried to speed the process of actually getting good and developing good players. So. Yeah. Good lord, he's awful. So bad. Top top three. He is up there for the worst player in the league because that <laughs> performance. I mean, now we might have to put Scott McTominay and Henderson. No, they're not that bad. <laughs> the worst player. <laughs> he's the worst player at our club potentially. No, Adrian is. Adrian is in that top five. He's dog shit. Oh, one hundred percent. He's the goalkeeper for the team. Hmm. We're gonna build. 
by the end of this year, yeah, we'll have our top 11 worst players in the Premier League. So right now, we've got goalkeeper sorted and Adrian, who's awful. Alex Iwobi can go on the left. Fred in the middle, somewhere. We'll just take him somewhere. Because yeah. he doesn't have a defined position. He doesn't know where he's best. <laughs> and then and we'll Arsenal players just make up every other position. Exactly. And we'll just, we'll just... Should we put Maguire in there? <laughs> 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 After I'm hearing all these... Oh, where, where are all the Maguire haters now? Right here, my guy. We're still here. Never We're just letting you lot join us. Yeah. I'm... No... Next week, every week here, we'll have a we'll have we'll fill out a squad by by the end of the year. The worst player in the Premier League. We've got four positions sorted. A normal team is around fifteen. Let's say fifteen players like fantasy. Yeah. In fourteen weeks, I can count. In eleven weeks' time, <laughs> we'll have our full squad. <laughs> but the Everton uh, Everton just need Richarlison and DCL back. Once they get back, they'll be they'll be good. Yeah. But Solomon Rondon. Oh, it's bloody useless as well. They're just trying to make do with what they have at this point. Yeah. I mean, all the Rondon can... Forget putting the ball in the net. He puts his boots in people's heads. Yeah. Or Pavel Suchek. Or Thomas Suchek, sorry. Oh, my word. I was thinking of Pavel Sernicek. And then I was also thinking <laughs> of Suchek. So, listen, that guy, oh, my God. I would never want to be stepped in the face. This is why I don't want to play sports, man. I'm too scared <laughs> of getting busted out. <laughs> Good lord. Um, all right, the, the late kickoff on the Sunday as MK Player as the new owner bounce. It was the new owner bounce for about two minutes, 16 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, first of all, what we need to say is fair play to Regulon and Dyer for yeah, the quick response, yeah, in trouble and get the medical services, all of that were great. And I think the guy is stable in hospital or something. From what yeah, I they said he was stable from after, after the game they did. Mm. So well done to the players. Similar to the Euros, they got... They got... Uh, fast a really fast response, yeah. Person, yeah. And the person was safe. That was good. So that's first of all. On to the match. Uh, um, I think... I, I, I Now I remember what I was going to say. I think I know who to add to this team. Who? John Joe Shelby. Oh yes, that's there you go. Now we are we are building a team. Of, yeah, I what? remember we I've did four of the player. week. Yeah, go I've on. got another player, striker Joe Linton. Or oh, we can stick him on the right he's because that's so what he plays. He's bloody. You know I what think he he's the worst Brazilian to play in the Premier League ever. Yeah, we could just stick a bunch of Newcastle. Players <laughs> yeah, the they just spot. make up the rest of the team. Just not say yeah. Maxima. Yeah, I love him. And Wilson. Same yeah, as Wilson. Wilson, Jamal Lascelles, I like. Darlow's all right. And I mean, we can't because we've got Adrian anyway. So. We do need a second yeah. keeper. <laughs> I mean, who else? Well, we, we, we filled out two spots. So, you know, that's good enough for now. And by the end of the year, when MK will probably have had a fit. So we'll have a few Man United players in there as well. Don't you mind that? But, um, uh, yeah, yeah, Wilson opening up the scoring two minutes in with quick, real quick response from Newcastle to bounce off the crowd's energy before the game. Yeah, and you know what? Fair enough to uh, Tottenham, you know, because mm-hmm. this, this Tottenham were the perfect team basically for Newcastle to play after, especially because it's a big scalp, relatively yeah. still, and I mean Tottenham just 
sometimes their heads can just go. So this was almost a perfect storm, but fair enough. They got back. Yeah. And, and was, was so bad. Good. Even Harry Kane got a goal and the rest of the Yeah, he's back on the score sheet. His goal, good use of VAR, fair enough, good finish as well, good run. Yeah. Everything about it was good, you know. Got nice assist for my boy's son. Got two bonus points in the end, a beat favour. How are you doing? What a player. You're top of the league for that, for the head-to-head. Yeah, I've only lost one game. Yeah, fair dues, mate. The only one you lost, you only lost by a point as well. That was yeah, like... was it MK, I think? Like every week, I swear to God, yeah, every week I would normally play the highest scoring player. And I will have the second highest score. It really pisses me off. Really. <laughs> like, stop it then. I don't want the highest scores. It's so annoying. But, um, yeah, Jonesy, shall we? Why is he getting a red? Why are you he so got, dumb? Came on in the 60th, 60th minute. He got his first yellow in the 78th and then got sent off in the 83rd. For a double stupid tackle as well. It was so yeah, unnecessary. Master of the dark arts. He's just useless. He's just shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my baldy dear. Uh, then Eric Dyer scored. Uh, Put him in defence as well. Actually, he should. He should replay centre back. The thing is, right? He he he's, he's just so up and down sometimes. So you look at him and you're like, ah, oh, that's an alright performance, and then he does. Like, he was actually having a decent game, and then he... No pressure said, on him. It's weird that he's he's not a centre-back. He got into the England team, and everyone was like, oh, Eric, that is good, because he was playing in midfield. Now they've put him in, in centre-back, he's learning a new position, basically, and he's not good at it. Bloody awful. He's awful. I didn't even think he was a good midfielder. But now he's a defender, and he's even worse. I'm thinking, <laughs> where's the levels going? What are they doing? Yeah. Um, now it, it was inevitable. Bruce has been sacked. Oh, mutual, mutually. Yeah, mu- mutually. And what they did is they were like, "Here's eight million. Take it, or your head's gone." And he went, <laughs> "I'll take you eight million." Fucking idiot. I hate him. Um, I do. He, he he does this whole frail old man persona. And it pisses me off. <laughs> you get what was it they said to your job. He said, like, you're oh, your job. that's why you get abused. If you were good at your job, you wouldn't get abused, so be good. This is yeah. my, this probably be my last job, he said. Good. And then he said that he was called a coward. Yeah. And what was, let me get on the quote because I don't remember it word for word, but I should know it word for word. They called him fat. Um... A tactically inept cabbage head. <laughs> yeah. I believe it was, right? <laughs> Yeah, he's a, he's a, he is a, what is it? A tactic. Yeah, he is. He's Tactically got no tactics. He's shit. Do you not That's remember, a, yeah? That is a mad yeah. statement, though. <laughs> Do you not remember last season, yeah? When he was like, oh, well, people have come up to me and said, you know, do this, do that. Now it's my way or the highway. And we're going to play the way I want. And then they lost a couple of games on the bounce. And you're thinking, if this is your way, then I'm not surprised people came up to you and asked for change, you dickhead. And now Graham Jones is taking over. I'm sorry, but Bruce is awful. Graham Jones is the only person who actually put tactics into the team. Exactly, and it's it's no surprise that after he got hired, they had a little upturn in results. And they're just relying on Wilson and some Maxima. Now, Lucien Favre, on the candidacy, there's... By the way, this is the last time we'll talk about Bruce 
I don't want to hear his name again. <laughs> I don't want to hear him in the same bracket as Benitez. He's just shit. He's the worst manager in, uh, the, uh, in the Premier League and one of the worst to ever manage. Is he the manager of the team? Yes. Yes. Look at this. We're filling out the team so well. Bloody and do you know who would be manager of the team if you're still in the league? Yeah. But, um, what's his, his? I had his name and now it's gone. Who? Uh, Padre. McLaren. De Boer. No, Alan Padre. Oh, no, but Padre was... No, yeah, let's be real. Padre got... He was to... good. He was good because he got Newcastle to Europe and shit. But after that, my God, at the end of his Palace career, everything just went downhill for him because he, he didn't shit. win a game at all. And then he went to fucking... Well, uh, he went to Netherlands and took over... Um, the thingy. Yeah, yeah that, you know what team I'm talking about. The team that was bottom of the fucking league when he took him over and tried yeah. to save him for relegation and got relegated. And then he went to like flipping Saudi or some Qatar or something. Some, he, he's terrible. But I think if we if we wanted to do the worst managers in the league, like the worst team right now, Bruce is the manager. But if we're doing all-time, all-time worst manager, Frank De Boer, I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought you were maybe onto something potentially, but you're shit. Zero wins. Zero goals scored. Couldn't even score a goal, you pitiful monster. And then yeah, Palace went and beat Chelsea in their first game. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that sorry? Which I was that? Yeah. Oh, well, nice one. Fair enough. <laughs> I went there not expecting anything and Palace won. But um, the the candidates for the job are exciting, at least. This is the first time Lucas have actually So there's Lucien Favre, who, I mean, his Dortmund team was mentally weak, but at least they played some decent shit sometimes. Yeah. I mean, d- defensively, Newcastle are already quite a mess since Benitez left. So, just try and get some maximum and Wilson cooking and you'll beat a couple. You, all you need to do is be better than three teams. Yeah. Or at least be good enough so that you can stay around 18, 17, 16. And then by January, you'll get some cash. And this time, you'll actually get cash. But there's also, I think, Potter's obviously linked. Gerard's linked. Rooney as well, I saw. Yeah, Which they shouldn't do. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I don't even trust Rooney as a person. I, I don't know what his actual IQ Forget his footballing IQ. I don't know what his actual IQ is because he, he, it's, it's below 100, in my opinion. It's below 100. So. He, he'll win favour with the Derby fans because he said, oh, I'm not going to leave Derby even though they're going for administration. But he's shit. <laughs> yeah. He's been shit for so long. Uh, Maybe some I, players I, should just not become managers. You should yeah, put yeah. that though. Like when you look at Rooney, you don't think manager, you think, you know, Dopsa or idiot. <laughs> Sorry, uh, before we move on to the Monday game, also Tottenham look good in the tag. They look like they've finally, actually started building up. System, you know? Yeah. I just decided to get the defence. It's just vibes for now. Go on, Sun and Harry. Lucas and looked he, okay he, as well. He back to, to more of his role for Denmark. He yeah. made him much more attack-minded and now Skip is doing more of the defensive work, I guess. But... Incredibly and good and yeah. maybe finally... And Ndombele's got a really good goal as well. Yeah, I, I really like Ndombele, so, you know, I hope he finally gets a chance to actually show his quality. I mean, eventually, one of these days. Can he finish 90 minutes once? Yeah. Come on, man. Uh, 
anyway, we spoke about you being at the yeah. Palace game. If you had the Palace game, the heartbreak you, continues. The cried. heartbreak continues for Crystal Palace on Mondays as well. Yeah, you Vieira, should. Man. They should have won. Yeah, poor Vieira. I felt so bad because they're they so evil really as well hard. with their camera angles. Like yeah. they have him scoring, and he's just on the floor like this, and you're. Like, Palace have actually played really good football this year, and they've only got eight points. That's how yeah. cool the league can be, you know? And they should and it's won. more of a... It, it's more just classic Palace closing off a game. Fair enough. They, they, I remember, um, not last season, season before, the Wolves game, they were 1-0 up. It was like the 90-something minute, and then Neves, I think it was, just ran through the team. That was Roy Hodgson Palace, and now bloody Vieira's carrying on tradition. Mm-hmm. The Brighton game, they should have won. That shouldn't have happened. I think the, the month, oh, they played so well as well. They just I mean, look so much better than Arsenal. Yeah, I think um, as much as, like, with he's playing a different system. They have a clear idea of how they want to play, which is funny because he's only been there, what, eight games? And yeah. Arteta and Oli have been there, what, four, three years? And no one knows how they want to play, but that's beside the point, you know, because you clearly need time to implement these things. And Vieira wasn't even rated that highly before he came in. He's apparently yeah. one of the worst managers in the league. But and he still has Ayu in his team. Yeah, Ayu. That, that, yeah that's, the, that's the one thing I will get onto him for. You know, I really like Vieira, but given at least only 19 minutes to cook, nah, I'm sorry, man, you can't I think, do that. Yeah, I, I won't even say if Zaha was there, he wouldn't have played Ayu, because he would have played Ayu, he just would have dropped Benteke. It should be Zaha, Edward, and and Alise. Oh, Although yeah. the finish, I'm sorry, but Randall, <laughs> yeah. he's shit. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but do you remember a certain person calling him an Allison replacement? Yeah. I don't get that. He's been relegated three seasons in a row. Why would you sign him? And he's or shit. two seasons in a row. <laughs> I'm sorry, but he should be saved. That was bloody awful. What are you doing, you clown? It's literally right next to you. It's like right next to me. Dying this way. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Oh my uh, god! Palace on a counter attack. Good. That that link up between um. It was Gallagher, Edward, and I don't want to say Ayu, but it might have been Ayu. You know. Uh, no, Elise. It was Elise. It was that 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 counter attack with um Gallagher on the left. Edward in the middle and Elise on the right when they were going down. That was really good because they actually passed the ball to each other instead of behind each other. You know, it'll, it'll be interesting when Eze comes back, how they'll set up. Yeah, because MacArthur's been really good as well and I don't think they just drop him. Yeah, and I don't think... like He seems to operate in a, in similar areas to Gallagher, so maybe they'll do what Tottenham do with Lacelso and Mbombele and just do one game he starts, the other game he starts, and they'll end yeah. the other game. I think that would be cool. And obviously, this is a great problem to have because it's not like I'm calling for one of the players to be dropped. But I mean, Gallagher's been great. Um, Eze was wicked last season. He's so exciting. Bloody. I think he, that, he they want the team more than Zaha sometimes. Yeah. I think Eze, the, the, the problem they have now is because it was an Achilles. So putting him in the team straight away is not going to work. They might have to give him minutes like they've given to Elise. That's fair enough. Then it, it, it's going to be a lot of limited minutes because now his the Achilles injury is one of the worst injuries in sports. Mm. 
Because even then, you're not going to be the same player. Because I think Benteke got an Achilles injury in like 2014, and his speed was gone after that. Wait, where was I? Oh, well, that's what I was going. Right. I just remembered. So, back to where, like, Vieira's implemented a new attacking system, but the problem is he's still got a large... Because obviously, Palace don't have the largest budget. So, as much as they can spend on players like Elise and Gallagher and stuff... Yeah you're not going to have that wholesale change. So he's still got memories or remnants of the past with players like Cheku Kiate. I, I, did, I do like Cheku. I like him as well, but sometimes you can be... And Why did Gary Cahill go to Bournemouth? Just stay at Palace, you prick. Uh, they should have given him a new contract. Did they not? I thought, I thought no, they offered it. I think... I don't think they offer him a new contract. If they did, I'd be very surprised they didn't take it because now they look like a better team. They look like a challenging team now. Not title challenging, but like an actual good team in the league that people will respect going forward. Fair, that's fair enough. Because you've said now at the start of the episode that you like Palace. You didn't like Palace last year. I hate Palace so much. I mean, you didn't. I didn't like Roy Hodgson's Palace, but I love. I love Palace. Yeah, lots of that is because I hate Roy Hodgson. And it's not even because 13-14, like, I, I know everyone tried to make me think about, oh, Chris Lambert, I, I really couldn't care. It was just, I never had that connection to Palace. It was just so, I, when I watched them, I never felt like Palace. It was always just, fucking hell, we're playing Palace. <laughs> I hope you pipe them, just because they're boring. But now, I they mean, interesting. Yeah. young attacking players, that's all I want to see. I don't yeah. care about the rest. I didn't like if Vieira wasn't there and it was a different manager and they just tried to play attacking, I wouldn't have minded Palace. But Vieira, he's doing a fairly I know they've only got eight points, but he's doing a good job in my opinion. And this was one of the people touted as one of the worst in the league. And I they played um, something about him. I like to be right. So. They played majority top half teams as well this season. Yeah, they played us, they played City no Chelsea, they played oh, Arsenal yeah. I mean Arsenal are top but they're technically they're top ten. Like, table-wise, I think. Yeah, I mean, the 12th right now. <laughs> Don't you remember? <laughs> Udi, Udi, Udi. Oh, look, Arsenal are back. Spurs, da, 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 da. Now Spurs yeah. are on 15 points, and they're in 12. It's Palace funny. Have... It's really funny. <laughs> Palace have an interesting yeah. schedule coming up. Yeah. Newcastle at home. Then City away, which they've won at the Etihad. Oh, when Townsend did the... Yeah. They've won at the Etihad, so they can be a city at the Etihad. They can't be a city at Salah's Park for some fucking reason, but they can be a city at the Etihad. Yeah, yeah because they, they get more fans there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a home <laughs> um, Then Wolves at home, which should be interesting, because if they can defend properly, it should be a really good attacking game for both teams. I, th- I think the Man City game will be the most interesting one, though. Yeah, then so Burnley they- away, Villa at home, and Leeds away. I mean, and then United. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm looking at the City game in specific, specific because yeah. um, when he went to Chelsea, he set up completely wrong. Yeah. I think even he admitted that. Came to us and, as Klopp said, it was on the hardest 3-0. Now, obviously, that can be a platitude that managers say, but... But, you know, watching the game, it really did look like a really tough game for Liverpool. Yeah. And it's like, I wonder if he can strike the balance well again, because... As much as it was a difficult 3-0, they also didn't finish any of their chances. I think something Palace need going forward is like a physically imposing centre-back. 
someone to stand on the back post because that's where all their corners have been fucked because they got greater on the on the near post, but the back post is completely left open. Because I used supposed to be there, but he goes running around. No one's standing there. That's why you get Mane coming in and scoring on the back post against them. Yeah, I also think it's just having a strong commanding presence isn't only good physically, but mentally as well. Knowing that someone's there behind you creates a strong backbone as well for the team. Yeah. Like, quite is a pretty decent keeper. Every time he plays us, he always seems to have a worldie. He's um, quite good normally. Yeah, who's the DM normally? Um, it's either. Uh, Cheku or um, it's it's Cheku MacArthur Milvojevic, I think. Are the three of yeah, them normally play there. All three of them are fairly decent options, and then if you have Edward there, that's a strong. I think that Luca's not in the team as much anymore. That's why he's not captain anymore. They're sort of like rotating him out of there now, so it's going to be between MacArthur and Cheku Pia. Cheku's really good, though. To be fair. I like because I've seen the I difference know, between him playing him there and in centre back. Yeah, I, do, I know I was telling him earlier, but he, he, he always, whenever I see him, he has a smile on his face, and people like yeah. that. I just like people like that. But I hate Arsenal. I'm not even going to give praise to Arsenal. I refused. No, because they, don't they didn't look it. good. The only, yeah, the only thing I will say is MacArthur should have been sent off, but that was the funniest. <laughs> I think that's the funniest challenge I've ever seen. No ball, nothing, just. Is it? They didn't give it because he was looking at the ball. He wasn't looking at Saka, and Saka was in front of his leg. Yeah, Saka was just, you know, it's, it's an unfortunate accident. <laughs> it's, it's actually one of the. I think well. it's one of the, it's, I think it might be the best tackle I've ever seen, purely because that, and along with Fabinho last season when we played Newcastle, and Sir Maximan was running at him, and he just clamped him. Slammed him onto the floor. I love it when when there's just no the the, the ball is not touched. It just cracks me up, man. I'm always dying. When I saw that, I, it was, it killed me. It was pretty good. I'm I'm glad Vieira instilled some of that hardcore, you know, desire, passion in the right way, not in the Ollie way. Yeah. But I mean, again, as much as I say that Ollie's a fantastic manager. I'd say he's done a great job at United, and uh, if if Woodward and any of them are watching, we want him to stay. I'm a diehard Liverpool fan, but I think he's doing some good shit, and if a rival can acknowledge Woodward's last act is going to be sacking Ole at Christmas for United fans, and then he leaves a week later. No, please. (laughs) Please. Um, All right, finishing off the episode. Chelsea is still top of the table by a point. Liverpool second. Chelsea top 19 points. Liverpool second, 18. Then City, 17. Brighton and Tottenham make a fourth and fifth and 15. So United, West Ham and Everton make up six, seven and eight on 14. Brentford and Wolves, nine and 10, 12 points. Leicester and Arsenal, 11 and 12, both on 11 points. Villa on 10. Palace, eight. Southampton finally won a game. Thank God. Yeah, oh, they did it. Uh, yeah, Southampton, Watford, both on seven points in 15 and 16. Leeds, six points. And the final three, Burnley, three, Newcastle, three, and Norwich, two. Norwich are bound to win a game sometime soon, mm-hmm. I hope. I don't know who they have coming up. I, I just need, as long as as long as long we can put Daniel, give Daniel Farker a smile, it'd be brilliant, you know. They've got... Be very happy about the performance, but also the win. They've got Chelsea at Stamford Bridge this weekend. 
That's winnable, of course. Then Leeds at home. I don't, I don't, Wait, I don't know because I think Rafinha is going to be back. Oh, he will be back. The thing is, I know I'm, I was joking, but maybe, maybe Norwich against Chelsea might be one where I can see if Mendy's a good keeper or not. But also, Norwich just don't hit the target. So, they don't, yeah. they don't shoot. At all. They'll probably, they'll probably out shoot flipping Chelsea, but I mean, it's just um, not exactly promising. The one I'm looking at, 30th of November. Norwich or <laughs> Norwich away at Newcastle. No, nah, they'll have a new manager by then, so it's yeah. just really unfortunate. If Brucey was still there, I'd give them a chance. I feel sorry for them because after they got to- um, Tottenham away and Man United at home. Oh no! Man United at home though. Exactly. If Oli, still- I mean, no, if Oli, still- Oli would hundred percent win that. But you know, they didn't. They didn't beat him last time, did they? At Old Trafford. No. They got close. Not to Old Trafford at Carrow Road. Yeah, they got close to beating them at the FA Cup, but then they did it and that dickhead Maguire came back. <laughs> I wanted the penalty shootout. Um, Flaphead. Well, thank you everyone for watching. This was a pretty streamlined episode. Exactly. Yeah. You got to see multiple rage moments with fucking Patrick. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, World Cup this weekend. We might do a video before that. We'll see. Knowing if, if Pakistan in the final, we'll do, what, uh, we'll do a video before the final. God, no, we are going to do a video because I need... I'm, you know what, yeah, I'll say it on this one. Pakistan are winning the T20 final. We're doing it. We're not Inshallah. playing India, so... It's fine. <laughs> sake. Oh, I'm going to have an aneurysm, but by the end... You know, while I'm on my hospital bed, the TV will be there. It'll be Pakistan against England. So they'll put on freebie for me to see in my hospital bed. And when Shoei Malik, fuck's sake, Shoei Malik. <laughs> I want to see that. the hype. I see all these Pakistanis on TikTok go, put in Shoei Malik, fuck off. You shit. When Mohammed Rizwan is the winning for you, my brain, my heart will explode and I will be revived. <laughs> Glory. Run out of the hospital. Exactly. I'll, I'll do the Superman moment. I'll fly. You know, when he learns how to fly and he's all confident. Yeah. I'll be me. Probably because, you know, I'm dead and high on morphine and shit. Put your foot on the foot and fist on the ground and all the debris around you is lifting up. And you you just... Superman. Then the Superman reference in Eternals. Oh, is there? Yeah. I saw a spoiler for the post credit scene. I saw. I I read the entire plot. <laughs> I read the plot for Spider Man, so I know what happens there. I didn't read Do the you? plot for Eternal. Yeah, I told you. Oh, send that to me. I want to watch. I want to read it. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why. I I I got bored and I was like, oh, I'm fucking. I'm gonna just read the plot yeah, for Spider Man. I, I don't care anymore. Like I hate. And, and literally, like January time, I knew everyone who was gonna be in the fucking film anyway. So I was like, oh, fuck it, let me just read it, because I'm not going to be surprised anymore. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I just don't care. Fuck Spider-Man. The only reason I like Spider-Man now is Zendaya's in it, I guess. I, I can't say Spider-Man, though. It's Iron Bitch Boy Jr. Yeah, I'm uh, look, I'm sorry. It, ju- it just is, like, when you don't even have Uncle Ben, like, I'm sorry, all these people say, no, but the MCU. No, but oh. Uncle Ben is, in most continuities, the reference point for Spider-Man, he's the whole, 
the motto is with great power comes great responsibility he gets that from his uncle yeah his uncle is meant to be almost a father figure because one he doesn't have one and two aunt may is basically his mom and in some continuity fucking into his mom and it's really friggin weird but like <laughs> why are we talking about the mc why is it always i brought it up as well and honestly i won't finish the thing about the mcu before we shut this thing off all of you MCU fans on Twitter, you say Jack Kirby's illustrations are shit. You're Fuck dickhead. you. Yeah, you're you dickhead. don't know shit. Yeah, you guys are so bland. And you, it's people like you that are going to kill the Miss Marvel TV. I'm, I'm we're not going to get on time. We're not going to get on time. No, we'll do that I'm, another time. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm <laughs> we'll, we'll make a new show, Azam's Rant Time. Yeah, no, yeah. Oh, that would be brilliant. I'm always here for it. But... You know what, we're, we're going to do that. That's what we'll do. Cool. That sounds good. Thank you, everyone, for watching. We'll yeah. see you very, very soon. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> see you, everyone. Oh, yeah. See you. Peace. <laughs>